All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where fitness professionals go to grow their business. Now, I'm super excited because we've got an absolute rock star on this week from the other side of the world. It doesn't get much further. He's over there in the the east coast of the USA. Now, a little bit about this person. He's a certified strength and conditioning specialist through the NSCA, and he holds degrees in both exercise science and psychology. He's the owner and head strength coach at OB Training and Sports Performance in Utica at New York. Now, a little bit about that, Jim, there. Obviously, he's a good coach. He's got the qualifications there. I like the business side of things, especially on this podcast. And a little bit about this person's facility. They're on track to make seven figures a year. And which is awesome for anyone, right? But they're actually in one of the top five worst places to own a business, which is voted by Forbes magazine there, where the average household income is about 35,000 per year. So it's one thing to run a seven-figure business if you're in Beverly Hills or you're in Dubai or something, right? But in one of the, the worst five places, it's an even bigger effort there. And one thing that I've personally found in the fitness industry is if you can master selling to the low to the middle class, that's when you're successful. So this man knows a thing or two about that. Uh, But more recently, he actually now works as a coach or consultant to other fitness professionals that are interested in advancing their business and doing something similar. So to cut a long story short, he shows fitness professionals how to stop trading hours for dollars and transform their business into seven-figure empires. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Ryan Obanessar. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing very well, John. Thanks for having me on the podcast. No, thank you. I'm very excited. Ryan, I like to start all these podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Yeah. So I use a mantra anytime I go into any presentation, even this podcast or um, any sort of sales meeting, because growing up, I always struggled with anxiety. So uh, that's how kind of how I got into fitness was to overcome my anxiety and just fear of uh, you know, public speaking and putting myself out there. So anytime I go into the situation like this, I have a mantra I like to use. Um, and it's very simple. It's just, I'm strong, I'm calm, I'm powerful, and I'm confident. Uh, and that gets me fired up and gets me ready to go and reminds me that, you know, I can do this um, and to be able to put that anxiety at bay. Yes, I love that. And you can even bring that right back into the fitness world, right? Before you run a boot camp, before you do a personal training client, yeah. You just repeat that there, you're going to come off with a way better outcome. So I love that. Thanks for sharing, Ryan. Ryan, I'd like to hear a little bit about you. If my listeners are like, who's, who's this guy from New York City? I've, I've never heard of him. What does he do? Who is he? Do you want to give us the, the rundown? Feel free to take as long as you like, go as quick as you like, start wherever you want to start. Let us know. Who are you? What do you do? Yeah, so um, my name is Ryan Obernesser. Uh, some people call me Ryan OB because my last name is kind of a mouthful. Uh, I grew up in upstate New York, so not the city, but a little bit more north of that where there's more trees than buildings. 
And um, I've always been in, into fitness, loved working out. And I went away to college. And after college, I wasn't sure what to do. So I went back to what I knew, which was personal training and uh, moved back home. Uh, like you said in the beginning, we're not from a very well-off area. So uh, it's, it, it's getting there. Or it's improving, but we are from an impoverished area. So uh, personal training was tough, to say the least. Um, but once I grew my business, um, my clientele, I knew that the next step was going to be a facility of some sort. Uh, when you are for hours, at some point you either have to charge more dollars or work more hours. Uh, and depending on your geographic location, there's going to be a limit to both of those. Uh, and that's when I decided that, you know, the next step was going to be open a facility. So in 2014, we opened, uh, my fiance and I opened OB training and sports performance. And uh, as it turns out, we had no clue how to run a business. <laughs> surprise, so, surprise, uh, right? Yeah, we knew a lot about training, but we didn't know anything about business or marketing. Uh, so I was very fortunate to find a business coach early on after our first year of struggling and kind of opened my eyes to what is possible. And ever since then, you know, we've been on a mission to uh, grow our facility uh, and create the biggest impact in our community, um, as well as I'd say create the biggest profit possible so that way we can live the life that we've always wanted. Uh, and that's kind of what I like to help a, a gym owner with, a trainer with, is to understand that you can have a career in this industry. Uh, you can have a very lucrative career in this industry if you know what you're doing when it comes to the business, the marketing, um, and putting that all together under one roof. Wow. I love that. I even got some really cool little takeaways just from that little story there. But what I'd like to do from here, Ryan, is let's say someone's listening to this and they're like, yeah, Ryan, that's, that's all well and good for you, buddy. But you know, I'm over here and I'm struggling to make a living. I'm you know, making just enough to keep me going. I've got yeah, a few clients. I've got maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 clients. I'm maybe making a thousand bucks a week. And you're telling me there's this lucrative seven figure business. Like, how do I do it? Where would you recommend someone like that starts? Which I'm guessing is maybe similar to when you were when you started off. Where, where does someone like that start? I think the first place to start is actually resources like your podcast right here. Um, it, it's a personal development, you know, learning about the business side of the fitness industry. Um, you, the thing is, no matter how much training you know, it's never going to help your business grow. Um, you, you can get great results for clients, but if you don't know how to market yourself, if you don't know how to sell, uh, if you don't know how to put in the systems and grow a team, it's going to be impossible to ever make that lucrative income that we talked about. Uh, so I think the first place to start is personal development, podcasts, books. Uh, and then from there, you're, you have to take the leap at some point to find someone who's been there before and is willing to guide you. And most often that comes from a mentor or a coach. Yes. Love that there. So many good bits of info just there. And I'll even give a bit of a, a summary for the listeners. So, and I, my opinion here is you essentially need to make a call. Do you want to be a fitness business owner or do you want to be a personal trainer? And if you want to be a personal trainer and work for someone else, that's fine. That's, that's fine, right? You can do that. Your, yes, your income will be packed, but I uh, will be capped. But if that's what you want to do, that's cool. You know, if you say, hey, I don't want to do this business side of things. I just want to work in a gym and I want to make X amount of dollars and just do what I love, then hey, that's cool. But if you want to run a fitness business, you need to work on that other side as well. 
And Ryan mentioned a whole heap of things there. And I'd like to delve into all of them in a sec, which was the sales, the marketing, the team, the leadership, all that sort of stuff there. We'll get to that in a sec. But even just those steps there where the first one is, I guess you'd say the, the very um, cost-effective way. So, hey, go and listen, listen to as many business pod, fitness business podcasts as you can. Go and read books on marketing, books on sales. Go to the free webinars. Do all that sort of stuff there. That's a great start. But that will only take you so far. I don't know not one successful person that that's all they've done, which is like, "Eh, I've never hired a mentor, never hired a coach. I'm just going to do it all myself by getting all the free info out there. It's a good start, but there's sort of a, a cap where that will get you to. So the next step from there is hiring or finding a mentor or a coach to take you to that next level there. And the way I look at this, I'm, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. And the way he puts it is there's people out there that have spent, let's just say 15 years as an example. There could be someone that spent, actually, let's say 10 years, because that might be a good example for you. So let's say, for example, Ryan spent 10 years in the industry, right? He can probably teach you everything he knows in 10 years if you sat down with him for 10 days, you know, nine to five. He could give you most of those 10 years. He could summarize what the 10 years of the, what he's learned, what to do, what not to do. Give, give 10 days with him, full days, and he'll be able to give you a pretty good cash crash course. Maybe won't um, skyrocket you to 10 years of the industry, but hey, it's definitely going to put you a few years ahead of the person that did it. So I love that side of things there. Let's break down from there. So let's say, okay, now you've got to say someone's listening and they're at that next step. They've listened to a few podcasts. They've read a few books. They're okay at, at sort of these things they here. What would you recommend the next step would be? Do you focus on sales? Do you focus on marketing? Do you focus on building a team? Do you focus on increasing your prices? Do you focus on profit? Where, where would you say the next step you'd go there, Ryan? So I think that the the next step for someone in that situation is to identify what your biggest mover is going to be. So what's going to be that one piece that moves you forward? Um, And when it comes to fitness, um, specifically if you own a facility or if you're working with clients, um, I think there's only three ways in which you can increase your business or you can grow your sales. And that's going to be either one, you acquire more clients. Two, you acquire more money per client or three, you decrease the amount of clients that you're losing every single month. Mm. Where the, for you currently, then you'll know the area to focus on. Love that. So just to make sure I've got that, let's say there's, so we've got those three things there. A fitness business owner would sit down and be like, okay, clients, man, I'm getting heaps of new clients a month. That's not my drama. Cost per client. Ooh, hold on. I'm only charging. $20 a week when there's other people out there charging $120 per week. Hmm. Maybe if I could do that, that would be my next thing. And loss of clients, eh, my retention's pretty good. Okay, bang. I'm going to focus on that middle one. Whereas someone else may be like, well, hold on. I'm getting a whole heap of clients. Hey, I'm charging top dollar. I'm the most expensive trainer or most expensive gym in town, but everyone's leaving after a month. So what can I do for retention? So we pick one of those three things there and focus on that. Would you say, do you see any trends, Ryan, with the fitness business owners that you work with? Is there one that's, you know, stands out more or are they even, what do you see in the, the industry? I, I think that one, uh, one issue fitness business owners are running into currently um, comes down to that middle one. So that number two of 
how much are you earning per client? Mm. Um, and often what happens is if, you know, I ask the question of, you know, what are your monthly rates? And then how many clients do you have? So let's say that someone is charging, you know, $150 a month or somewhere in there if they own a, a membership facility. Um, and then I say, how many members do you have? And they say, I have 150 members. I said, okay, well, what's your current monthly revenue? Like what's your recurring revenue that's happening every single month? And they'd say somewhere around the $14,000, let's say. Well, if you do the math, you realize pretty quickly that that doesn't add up because oftentimes you have, uh, let's say people who pay in full. So they're not paying monthly. You have people that you have given a discount to for one reason or another. Um, or you could even have someone that is a free member. It's a friend or family member. Mm. So when you break it all down, your average cost per client is not actually $150 a month, but it's much lower than that. Mm. When you divide out how much money you're actually earning per person. So uh, one of the strategies that we like to implement are what I call fast cash activators. Okay. Um, and that's a, it, it's selling to your current clientele, um, different products and programs where now you're taking that client from charging or spending $150 a month. And all of a sudden they're over $200 a month. And uh, that really makes one of the biggest impacts because if you don't earn enough money per client, you're eventually going to hit that ceiling again where you're not having enough revenue to either pay your staff, to pay your bills. Um, even though you might have a good amount of clientele coming through your doors, um, you're going to have that misbalance where you can't really justify the revenue um, when it comes to the work. Yes. Love that there. Okay. Well, hey, that's uh, opened some, do some ideas for me there, Ryan. I'd love to take that further. What, do you have any of these ideas of these fast cash activators? So someone's listening to this and they're like, great. Hey, yeah, I've got a hundred clients, but I've, I've, and I'm charging a hundred bucks a week, but I've done the math and it's, it's not 10,000 that's coming in. It's, it's a lot less. What can I do to bring it up there? What, what are some of these strategies you could recommend that someone could either implement immediately now or could look at saying, okay, I could implement something like that in the next couple months. Yeah, definitely. Um, since we're talking uh, on the bootcamp blueprint, um, let's say you own a facility where you do a lot of large group training. So you have a bootcamp session that you run. Um, and we have this as well. Uh, for us, we call it team training. Um, but essentially, it's a, it, it's a bootcamp session. Uh, so your team training member, let's say that they pay $149 a month. One thing that we like to implement is what we call a specialty program. So generally in that team training program for us, we're using a lot of kettlebells, slam balls, battle ropes, uh, but we don't ever really get into the barbell lifts, mm. you know, really focus strength training. Uh, so a very popular program that we run and a lot of the other gym owners I work with run is a women's strength program. Mm. So this is a semi-private to small group environment. So you're looking at somewhere between eight to 10 ladies in a group and they're focused more on a strength training program and they're paying an additional cost to be a part of that. Uh, so for example, let's say that uh, you do a women's strength program and you charge $150 for six weeks. So for $150, you get two days a week of women's strength training. You get that for six weeks. Um, and then at the end of that, we continuously run it. So we do six weeks of the program. You take a week or two off and then you keep doing it. Trust me, the lady... And what happens is 
$150 added up over the course of a year. And you've now increased their membership by almost a hundred dollars a month. Wow. Because, and they're getting, and the, the cool thing with that is not only are you making more profit with that, but they're getting additional value, mm. you know, it, and they're getting better results. So it's a really, it's a win-win for everyone in that situation because you're providing more for your members. You're receiving more from your members as well. And everyone in the end is happy. Yes. Love that. It's not just saying, Hey, I'm going to up my rates by an extra hundred bucks a month and give you the exact same thing. It's like, okay, great. I'm going to make a few more dollars, but I'm going to give value back. So it's a, a win-win. And what I love about that is it's the same pool of clientele there. It's not like, okay, great. Now I need to go out and do a whole heap of more marketing to go and grab a whole heap of new clients for this new program here. It's like, great. I've already got this base here. Who in this base can I then bring on to the next level? So I, I love that side of things there. What about, have you got any more, let's say passive options there, Ryan? Let's say if someone's listening to this and they're like, yeah, Ryan, that's great. But man, I'm flat out with, with hours at the moment. You know, I, I don't have another couple hours to bring these, these extra classes in. Are there any other options you could do that are, are more time efficient, let's say? Yeah, definitely. Um, so two very easy options are going to be your supplements and apparel. Mm. You know, so one, and, and the way that you can implement that is, I think, first and foremost, working with a brand that you believe in and that you know is quality products for your clients. Um, unfortunately, the supplement industry is not regulated, so you can really get anything you want. And um, it can be very tempting to get very high profit margins on your supplements, but I thoroughly believe that you should always try to provide value first. Mm. So getting them something that's really beneficial for them that they're going to love, they're going to continuously take every single month. Mm. Uh, you know, the example I use uh, for my clients is back to that $149 membership is let's say you get someone who's going to purchase just simply a protein shake and a, a green supplement from you. Now, depending on where you're getting them, but you're going to, it will be determined by your cost, but you'll have 20 to $30 of profit every month now from that one individual. Mm. The other one that we like to implement as well um, is to do a challenge for your members. And when I say challenge, it's simply nutrition. It's more of a contest where they're going to, everyone is going to buy in. So they're going to have to put in some money into a pool. There'll be prizes that are given away and one of your coaches or yourself guides them through additional nutrition coaching throughout a four, six or eight week program. And after you've given away all the prizes, people have had amazing results. Again, you've added another $20 a month to your membership. And then the final one, if you have it available in your area that I like to use uh, is meal preparation. Mm. Uh, specifically in, in the US, there's a lot of uh, meal prep businesses that are starting and they work a lot with gyms. Um, so again, it's completely passive. You're just getting the profit from the meals that they sell. But again, you can add another 10 to $20 a month to a membership because someone's going to be getting meals and they're also getting that value. They're going to get great food. They're going to get great results because of it. And if you combine those three, there's very little work involved and you just increase that person from $149 a month all the way up to $209 a month. Wow. I love that for so many different ways. The major, we'll break even those down a little more, but what I, what I like about, especially the supplements, the, the apparel and the meal prep is, yeah, they're pretty much, not only are they all super passive, 
but they're things that people are probably going to do anyway. I mean, people are going to eat anyway, right? People need food from somewhere. And a lot of people are probably going to go with those clean eating catering or those meal prep companies anyway. Hey, why not recommend them to a good one that you trust? And then you get a few dollars on top as well. And it's win-win because this person is going to buy food anyway. They may as well get food from someone you recommend. And then on top, you make a few dollars. Same thing with the supplements. I love how you said something that you believe in because I believe that's the key with anything you sell, right? Like, yes, you can sell something and make a high profit, but if it's a shitty product, that person's never going to buy anything off you again. So let's say you do sell a supplement and you make, I mean, I don't know what the profit margins are. Let's say it was 20, 30 bucks a month on, a, on an average one. Okay, so let's, let's even just use 25 bucks as an average. There may be another company out there where you could make 50 bucks profit from it. But the other, but the the product is crap. So someone might spend that fifty bucks with you once, and then man, that product was crap, and it's overpriced. I'm never gonna do that again. Okay, you made fifty bucks once, but never again. Whereas if you went with something you trusted, okay, you mainly make an extra twenty five bucks a month. But if that person's gonna do it for the year, okay, there's an extra two three hundred dollars, which is way better than the, and they're probably gonna recommend it to their friends anyway. So I love that there, and also the apparel side of things like. People need clothes, right? No one's going to be walking around naked their whole life. No one's going to be training naked their whole life. And you'd probably kick them out of the gym if you did anyway. So they're going to need something to, to train in. Hey, why not provide the, the apparel and make a few dollars on top there as well? So I love all three of those things there. And then I love the challenge side of things as well, which is, okay, the training's already done. But hey, let's do the nutrition side of things. There's a buy-in because yes, there's extra work, but also there's a bit of accountability there as well. Because as soon as someone buys in, it's like, okay, I'm actually paying for this, so I better pay attention. Whereas if there was no buy-in and you just did a free nutrition challenge, eh, half the people probably even aren't going to participate in it. So I love all of those things there. I think there's so many. So if you're listening to this and you know, try a few of these, get them all together because it's just a matter of, okay, great. You're running a, a boot camp or you're running a studio and you're charging $50 a week. Hey, that's okay. But if we can just add a few more of these things in, add that women's strength side of things in, add that six-week nutrition challenges side of things in, add the apparel side of things, add the meal catering or uh, food prepping company, add the apparel in, add the supplements in. Like It's just and not everyone is going to go for all of it, right? But it's just such an easy way to make a few more dollars while providing value without doing a lot more work and without having to go out and and source a whole heap of new clients. So I love all that side of things there. My next question, Ryan, is going to go on to the side of whether it's leadership, whether it's hiring, because from the sounds of this stuff here is it's all really, really good, but there's only so much you can do on your own, right? If you've got to try and balance all this on your own. Uh, you can do it to an extent, but sooner or later, you're going to need to bring someone on board to help you in one way or the other. So my question there is, am I right in saying that? Can you, can you do this all on your own or does it come a point where you need to bring someone on to help you? And if that's the case, where do we start there? Yeah, definitely. So for some of the passive items, you can begin to implement those on your own. Um, and the one thing I love that you said you can try each one of them and see what works. Uh, I think if you listen to your clients, they will tell you what they want. You know, when you start to have a lot of clients ask about a supplement, don't send them to the supplement store. Look into how you can acquire some supplements for your facility uh, and, and give them to them. Same thing if they're looking for more uh, accountability. Maybe the challenge is a good idea. 
there will become a time that yes, you have to build a team. Um, I think that for those who truly want to grow their business, they want to scale it. Uh, I feel all entrepreneurs want some level of freedom. And if you really want to achieve that, you're going to have to have the right team in place. Um, the tough part with that is you most likely will have to take the leap before you're actually ready. Mm. Uh, and that goes back to the coach. Uh, you mentioned about how much um, a young trainer might be earning per week and how can I ever afford a coach. When I hired my first coach, I couldn't afford it. Mm. You know, when I hired our, our first office assistant, I couldn't afford it. But because of that time that was freed up for me, and because of that additional person on the team, we were able to make it affordable very quickly. Mm. Uh, so just like anything in business, you're going to have to take that leap. Uh, you'll know when it's time, uh, when, you, when, you, when you have no more hours left in the day and you're struggling, how can I find more, um, more avenues of revenue? That's the time where you should be looking into how can I add someone to my team? Uh, another great way to do that is an internship program. Mm. You know, one of the things that we just launched in our facility um, is a, a, our own certification course. Uh, so it's not necessarily an accredited certification course where people are going to get CEUs, but you can have people in your local community who are maybe aspiring to be involved in fitness, and they come through this online certification course where they do get our shadowing at your facility. And then what you get to do as the business owner is you get to cherry pick out the ones that you like. So they go through your course and, they, and you know, you might find that uh, unicorn, as you might call it, you know, the, you know the, the person who is a really great candidate, and you can offer them a position. And if all the other candidates, you're at least getting assistance throughout their certification program, uh, you don't necessarily have to hire them at the end, but it gives you a pool and a constant stream of candidates coming through your door. Yes. Love that there. Let's summarize there because there's so much good bits of information there. I love the whole hire before you're ready side of things because, and yeah, you will have to take a hit to start with and it doesn't feel nice the first time because you're like, Oh, I'm earning this amount of dollars. Now I've got to hire someone and I'm going to be earning less money. So you are going to take a little bit of a hit, but it allows you to scale long-term. And I guess the uh, the easiest way for me to explain that is in a in a straight up boot camp situation. Like that's the first time I hired someone. I was running a boot camp, and I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I had X amount of people coming down, and I hired another trainer to come down and help me every day. So that was fifty dollars a week, uh, fifty dollars a session. I paid him for a week, five sessions. So yeah, I was taking a hit of three hundred dollars. But the very next boot camp I ran, 12-week challenge boot camp, I had double the amount of people come down. And I was able to manage double the amount of people because I had two trainers down there. But if I hadn't had hired that trainer beforehand, I wouldn't have been able to manage that group of people and I would have lost clients there. So I do think it is important to, to hire before you're ready. And also in terms of the business coaching side of things as well, the reason why I think it's important to invest in that before you're ready is it's the only way to get ahead. Let's say we've got two trainers. Let's say we've got me and Ryan. Let's say we're both making the same amount of dollars in our fitness business and and I don't do the business coach because I can't afford it. Ryan does do the business coach and he just has to live off tuna and rice for a month to, to pay it. But at the end of that month, he's going to have so many different strategies and he, that's going to springboard him to the next level there where I'm going to stay where I'm at. So it's just a matter of, it's like a sacrifice in anything, right? You're, you're giving up that short-term pain for that long-term game on the, the bigger picture. And some really good ideas. Oh, and also just the leverage side of things because another easy way to look at it 
is let's say, uh, and the easiest way to explain this is a personal trainer versus a virtual assistant. So let's say, for example, you're spending two hours doing your, your admin work every day. You can hire a virtual assistant from the Philippines for $4 an hour. So let's say you pay that virtual assistant $10 and they do all your paperwork. Great. In that two hours you've got free, you may be able to train one extra client and charge $100 for that extra client. So yes, you're paying someone $20 to do some of your work, but as a result, you're getting an hour of your free time back and you're making $100. So you're still profiting $80. So if you can have a look in your business, okay, what can I outsource and get something or outsource or hire and get someone else to do something for me so then I can do a more valuable task from it like that. So it's not necessarily looking at something like, okay, how can I save money by not hiring someone? Okay, how can I uh, make more money by hiring someone? I think if you, what's the way to, I think if you hire someone and that costs you money, you've probably hired the wrong person, right? You hire someone because it should make you money somewhere along there. And I also love the internship side of things. This is something that saved my life during my, my boot camp days where over here in Australia anyway, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's similar in the USA, you need to do a certain amount of hours to get your qualifications. So if you're at a university studying exercise science, you've got to do like 500 hours. If you're doing your, your personal training certificate, you still got to do 20, 30 hours. So I just made um, relationships with the different universities and, and colleges around the area. And I'd have like three, four students coming down to every single session. And like, they firstly, you could get them to do all those menius tasks. You know, they could pack the car and set up the TRXs and set up the yoga mats and clean the boxing gloves, which saves you time there, but also the admin side of things as well. So that's just a really good way to get free help. And then you can just cherry pick, hey, this, this one's good. I'm going to hire them when I need someone there. So that's um, one of the most valuable things you can do. So if you're listening to this, I will just jump on and hit up your local colleges and universities right now. Get that connection to get students because that's a, a really easy way to, uh, to get started on the, the hiring side of things. So anything else to add on that side of things, Ryan? I think you hit the nail right on the head with the colleges and the internships. Like that's exactly what we did as well. Um, so I, I think that is great. And if you're in a location where there are colleges, universities, that's what I recommend. It's the easiest way to get it started. Uh, and just like you said, you got to take that jump early. Love it. What I'd like to move on to now, Ryan, is more the mentors and book side of things. So I'd love to ask, you're obviously a mentor to plenty of people out there that want to improve their health and fitness and also now plenty of people that want to improve their, their fitness business. Who are your mentors, Ryan? And who are the mentors that when you started off, you, you hired to help you to where you are now? You can either give them a plug so you know someone else can, uh, can follow them as well. What, what would you say there? Yeah, so the first mentor I hired was a man by the name of Steve Krebs. Okay. Uh, he actually owned a facility that was, that was locally, um, and he also worked with Training for Warriors, if you're familiar with Training for Warriors, if you're listening, um, as well as his business partner, Luca Hosovar. He owns uh, Vigor Ground Fitness and Performance out in Seattle, Washington. Uh, they actually have a big fitness business summit coming up this September that's great to go to. Uh, and then most recently, I work with Craig Ballantyne and Bedros Koulian in the oh, Empire Mastermind. Yes, yes, huge so, fans of theirs. Uh, but those have been my main mentors over the years uh, that I've hired and paid for. 
I've uh, got plenty of mentors that I've listened to and, you know, have guided me along the way. They probably don't even know it. Uh, but uh, books, if you're looking for books, uh, the Go-Giver series is a great book about adding value um, and how to run your business with a value-focused mission. Um, I think that's really what changed our whole, I would say, approach to business when we first started out was understanding when you provide value, your income will be directly proportional to the amount of value that you provide. Yes. I love that there. Well, that was my, my next question there. I was going to say your favorite books. Are we running with the go-giver? Have you got any others you want to recommend? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the one book I came across this year that has been great for customer experience is called be our guest. Okay. It is written by it's written by the Disney Institute. Uh, so for any of the listeners, if you've been to Disney world or Disneyland, you will notice that everything is done perfectly. And the experience that you have there uh, is over the top. Uh, one quick little bit about Disney is they have actually measured the exact distance that an individual will, will walk to throw away a piece of garbage, which is why there are so many garbage cans and you will never ever find a piece of garbage on the floor if you look on the ground in Disney World. Um, so that's all about customer experience. Uh, and again, it just allowed us to take our business and allow the people I work with to take their business uh, to a whole nother level of experience and again, value, which allows them to charge a much higher price point because they're providing the experience that's worth it. Wow. love that. I haven't read that one, but I'm going to go on my Kindle and download it straight after this. Now, Ryan, am I right in saying that if somebody wants, if someone's like, Hey, you know, this guy's awesome. I want to hear more of what he does. You do have a program that helps studio owners, gym owners, fitness professionals take their business to the next level. Is that right? Yeah, I have a eight week online course that's uh, included with live trainings in that each week. Um, it's called Gym Profit Takeoff. Um, and essentially the courses do just that. It's a show a business owner how to increase their profits tremendously, um, 5X the profits really over the course of eight weeks um, by both, or I say all three things we talked about earlier in acquiring new clients, earning more dollars per client, uh, and then stopping uh, the loss of clients. So those are the, really the three main focuses of that course. And I give away everything. So I give all of the systems that we've utilized in our facility and the people that I work with in their facilities um, that's allowed uh, myself to become a seven-figure business this year. Um, but more importantly, when it comes to revenue is the profit part. Um, mm. My coach, Bedros Koulian, says that uh, revenue is for the ego. So you talk about revenue to fluff your ego. And profits are going to feed the family. Um, so that's, that's the big thing. It's one thing to have a seven-figure business. Um, just a little plug for ourselves. We, do, we have a 35 to 40% profit margin. Uh, so you want to maintain it's the money that's coming home to you in your pocket so that way you can take care of your family um, and give them a good life and you know, take care of your, other, your extended family for generations to come. Yes. Love that there. And the, if someone's interested, I'll obviously drop the link in, in the show notes. Am I right in saying the best link is jimprofittakeoff.com? Yes. Awesome. I'll drop that in the show notes. And also if someone wants to follow you just on social there, Ryan, is the best place, I believe your Instagram, the Ryan Obanessa? Yep. That would be the best place to follow me when it comes to fitness business. Awesome. I've just followed you then myself. I'll you know what? Let's take a quick selfie now. And that way I can um, post on my Instagram and tag you. 
Now, just as I'm taking this selfie here, Ryan, that sort of comes to the end of our podcast there. Is there anything I forgot? Is there anything I should have asked you that didn't? Or is there anything you want to finish up with? I, I don't think there's anything that you didn't ask me. Um, if, if there is one thing that I would say um, to a fitness business owner out there who is struggling to get by and who is stuck, uh, I would say invest in yourself first. Mm. And when you grow, your business will grow. And whether that's going to be investing in courses, mentorships, um, even just the free personal content uh, or personal development content we talked about earlier, but investing in yourself is what's going to change uh, not only your life, um, but your business as well. Yes, I love that. And I'll, I'll agree with that there. You're, I feel your income will only grow as far as you've grown yourself, right? If you haven't done your, your personal development, your growth, there's going to be a limit to, to how high you can grow. So I 100% agree with that. And I just want to add to that a little bit as well. It's not always 100% instant. It's not always like, okay, great, I'm going to do a course on the weekend and then next week I'm going to make a million bucks. It doesn't necessarily work like that. But what can happen is great. You do a course this weekend, you keep implementing what you learned for the next couple months and then you see your income start to grow. Then you take the next step, then you do the next course for a couple months and you follow that, then it starts to grow. And then after months and months and years and years, then you see, okay, great, it's the iceberg. We've all seen the iceberg, right? It's what's done underneath there. So I love that. But hey, I've got to run, Ryan, because I've got another podcast starting in a couple of uh, minutes. But it was awesome to chat to you. And thanks very much for your time. Yeah, I appreciate it, Gemma. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au.
Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.